Are you curious about bodies, pleasure, and possibilities? And what about curious about what others are up to on the planet when it comes to pleasure, sex, and play? Have you considered what pleasure can do for your life, your body, and your bank account? Do you know something magical, delightful, and out of this world orgasmic is not only possible for you, but totally available to you? If you're ready to be the magical, sexual, sexy beast you know you can be, and you just need the tools to get there, you're in the right place. Now, here's the host of The Pleasure Zone, sensual movement artist, relationship, and sex alchemist, Milica Yelenich. Welcome, my sweet pleasure seekers. This is a fun show that we're going to have tonight. I'm going to actually be talking about how to keep the sex going as a senior. This may be looking into the future for me. It may be looking at the present for some of you. And I think for all of us who hope and cross our fingers that we'll be sexy, sexy seniors at some point in our lives, um, it is a show that we can all relate to at some point, uh, hopefully in our lives and uh, in our futures, to be able to grow old, grow grow old. I don't know. My mom is a senior. My dad is a senior. My my husband's almost a senior. So uh, I think it's quite fun to think about that. Uh, as just before this show, I was watching, you know, syndicated episodes of So Funny, The Golden Girls. For some reason, we decided this week in our house to have some laughs at The Golden Girls. And watching this and I'm like, well, this is just so appropriately funny um, considering that I'd put this, this show title up and then about not, not even a few hours later, my daughter's going through shows to watch and she's like, I've heard about this Golden Girls thing. Can we watch it? And I was like, oh, that's just funny because we're having, I'm having my show about how to keep the sex going as a senior. And what a great example of how to have the sex going as a senior. If those of you who are listening are much younger and you've never heard of the Golden Girls, it was a show from the mid 80s to the early 90s with four women over the age of 50 living together and having a great old life. Like they were having a life where they were engaged with people, with life, with fun, with all kinds of stuff. So I love it as a fine example of how to keep the sex going as a senior. And some of the uh, some of the shows we're watching season one right now. Uh, in some of the shows, you see uh, you see the characters as they start to develop more and more of their personality traits, and as they're discovering how they approach life and how they approach relationships. And that's actually what we're going to be talking a lot about today on this episode. So. Uh, what gives me the right to talk about this? I'm actually a sex and relationship and in sex and intimacy coach. And what I love to do is chat with people about their lives, about their sex lives, about what's going on for them that they would like improvement on. So I do a lot of coaching in that area, along with working with people with their health as well. So it kind of do a combination of things with both health and pleasure. So tonight, the focus is going to be on actually both of those as well, because part of keeping it, the sex going as a senior is to also have a healthy body, healthy mind, healthy spirit, as is true even when you're 20. Although a lot of 20-year-olds tend to have, and those of us who have been 20, we have a different take on life. We're like, we're 20. Life is not going to end. Things are going to be great. And there can be sort of a 
sometimes even like a promiscuity that goes on because of the curiosity of different things and testing things out and feeling like you're an adult and you have choices. The funny thing is there is actually a trend uh, with seniors too, especially in seniors home, well, pre-COVID, this is more true, that, um, you know, seniors are having fun. They're getting it on and they're having fun. So one of the reasons I know this is that years ago in the 80s, uh, probably at the time of Golden Girls, I would say my mom was uh, working as a chef in Toronto for a senior's home. And one of the one of the fellows who lived there was well into his 90s. And he pretty much was the Don Juan of the entire uh, seniors home and he was doing it with everybody anywhere all the time doors open and if people saw it he would just say to them mind your own business if you don't like it don't look and that's the kind of it's <laughs> the kind of uh, attitude you expect as you know kind of as you as you do age there's that sort of like screw you don't bother me i know what i'm doing kind of thing that comes through for sure i think as I get older, that comes out of me more and more, even though I had it as a kid too. I was like, screw you, don't bother me. I do what I want. <laughs> it's um, it's quite funny because I've had these references in my life and even uh, my great, great grandma, my great, sorry, my great grandmother, maybe my great, great one as well too. It's hard to say, but I know for sure my great grandmother, she was born in 1896 and died in 2002. And in 2001, she went into a nursing home at the age of 105, my great grandmother went into a nursing home and started dating an 80 something year old. And she had been single at that point since, since December of 1974, when her husband died, it was almost on Christmas Eve. I, you know, I think he died maybe on New Year's Eve. Um, it was somewhere between Christmas Eve and New Year's Eve that he died. So. She'd been single for like 27 years at that point. And the rock star that she was, she always kept herself busy, but right at the very end, she got herself an 80 something year old who absolutely adored her and would proclaim that, you know, that's her, you know, she's, she's uh, his woman and blah, blah, blah. And like, he had this whole thing with her that he absolutely adored her. And um, I don't even know that she knew who he was, but she was kind of chuffed by the whole idea that she was hanging out with this guy. Um, heck, she didn't know half who half of us were. So I was just really happy for her that in her time of sort of Alzheimer's or dementia or whatever was going on, uh, that she got to have a lot of fun. And I think that's such a, a beautiful thing. I like to think that I come from a long line of people who have a lot of longevity even in um, even in my one side of my other dad's side of my family, my grandmother lived well into her 80s as well, even though she had like 13 near-death experiences in her life. Uh, well, she was proclaimed to be, um, she was given her last rites 13 times in her life. So she, uh, and I'm her namesake, <laughs> She's, she was a wild woman. Um, she too was would have been probably super sexy into her 80s as well. She was a super religious woman, but um, from what I understand, my dad was saying uh, to me a few years ago, he's like, oh, you come by this naturally because look at your grandmother. She, you know, you're her namesake, and she she couldn't keep her hands off of her husband, and she was like, she was like a sex fiend. She wasn't slutty. She didn't like have many boyfriends in her life. She had her husband. That was it, and but whatever she could get from him, she would. And 
Um, he also died in, in the 70s as well, 78 or 79, I think. So good on them, I think, those women who had these like, great sexual appetites who got to explore them in their lives and even into their senior lives. And I think there are so many women out there, especially who maybe are outliving their partners who are thinking like, oh, I don't know if I can go back into the world or I don't know if this, you know, men are looking for younger women and blah, blah, blah. And there is that that seems to be going on. And there, there seems to be a theme for a lot of older women where uh, unless they've managed to hook the younger guys in their lives and they are um you know snow lions i think they call them they're not they don't call them cougars anymore it's like you're like a snow leopard or a snow lion if you're like a snow leopard or a snow lion and and you're like in your 70s and 80s and you're hooking up with guys in your 30s then then you've got a different dynamic going on for sure and that's becoming more and more popular where we do have the trend where you've got the younger women uh, with their sugar daddies who are older, that does tend to happen more often. So these uh, younger, older relationships are something that you see that may be going on with seniors, but there are seniors who are growing old, old together, they're aging together, growing old is such a weird term, but they're aging together, um, they're experiencing their lives together, and uh, there is a desire to have the relationship flourish. So one of the things to look for when you are in a relationship with somebody uh, as you've aged and maybe you've been together for 30 or 40 or 50 years and you have a deep desire to have intimacy, whether it's sexual or emotional, but you have a desire for intimacy. One thing to check up on is, is does your partner also have that desire? Like we can assume that, you know, just because you want to have sex, does your partner. So one of the things I encourage uh, throughout all ages, and you'll notice that as you listen to my show that I mention this all the time, I encourage communication at all ages and stages of life. I encourage you to communicate what your desires are, what your, what some of the things are that are bothering you. Uh, have these conversations, they're required, and they'll also give you some really great teaching lessons and information. So, you know, some of us are maybe looking for the, the quick fix, like, oh, I just want him to know this, or I just want her to know that, and I just want to be able to have sex and make it easy. Well, the truth is relationships, as they change and grow, they require attention, just like a plant as it ages and grows, it still requires attention. Sometimes it can uh, grow maintenance-free. You know, I've got like giant lilac bushes that don't require a lot of maintenance, but they do kind of, they can get unruly and out of hand without some maintenance. So even, even that does require maintenance, just like old forests require some maintenance as well. So we do require maintenance uh, in general. And part of it is to look at what you desire at this time in your life and to have that conversation with your partner about what do they desire at this point in their life. It's all good and well to think, yeah, my partner really wants me to make love to them. My partner really desires penetration. Uh, unless you've asked your partner that, don't assume that, okay? Because not always, as women age, do they really desire penetration. That's not a given. And even though for a lot of women I know who are, uh, you know, postmenopausal, they absolutely desire penetration. And I know quite a few who don't. So again, conversation 
communication are key to be able to know where your partner's at and what they actually desire and require. So here's some things I'd like you to think about talking to your partner about. One of the things is to talk about how your body feels and ask them how their body feels. So like, how, how's your body these days? Like, is your body feeling good? Like, you know, do you have flexibility? Do you have, do you have desire? Do you, you know, like you can ask so, so many different questions. I'll, so for example, um, if, for example, you're in a relationship with your partner, uh, the male partner, or if there are two male partners that are having, say, for example, erectile dysfunction, which is very common, especially in men who have had their prostates removed, uh, or if there's been injury or anything like that. And this, this tends to really discourage a lot of uh, gentlemen who are older, especially, who have had this going on. They just, they just kind of sometimes surrender and think, oh, well, whatever has happened. I haven't had any sex for a while so whatever and they just kind of throw their hands up and give up and what i'm telling you is this is not it's not required and if you're insisting that the only way to please your your partner is through penetration then we need to rethink this because there are so many ways and things you can a penetrate with if that is what your partner desires and there's so many ways for you to derive pleasure from gifting pleasure and this is where it becomes mature in a way where you start to realize how much pleasure you can receive from gifting pleasure so one of the things is to let go of all of these notions that you have to penetrate in order to create some kind of sexual arousal because the chances are for most women, they don't actually have orgasms from penetration solely. There's required other things like stimulation uh, prior, during, after. Uh, there, there are things that, you know, if you've been having sex the same way forever, maybe it's time to switch it up and try something new. And if you haven't had sex in a very long time, like penetrative sex, know that there are different ways to engage sexually with your partner that can be super fun and i know some of these conversations might get a little uncomfortable for for people in general uh, i've had these conversations around my mother who's in her 70s and they don't bother her but there are other people who are her um you know her friends who are similar age groups and they're very uncomfortable with these conversations they're very uncomfortable talking about sex oral sex about masturbation these things are very uncomfortable so part of it is to learn how to talk about it and using language that works for you you don't have to use um, dirty talk if that's really uncomfortable to you you can use other language that allows you to feel comfortable. So we're gonna look a little bit about that and we're gonna look at some different small things where you can start on a physical level to maintain and have sex and have great sex all the way through, right until you're 106. So you're listening to The Pleasure Zone here on Inspired Choices Network and we'll be right back after this commercial. Are you secretly a voyeur, wondering what's going on in other people's sex lives? What if now is the time for a totally different sexual evolution? Are you interested in people who are pioneers of different sexual and pleasurable practices? Lean in now with Melitza Yelenich, where she will entice you and your body to know your own pleasure zone. On the Pleasure Zone radio show with sensual movement artist Melitza Yelenich, you'll receive tools 
inspiration, and a foundation to allow yourself to receive more in your sex life, and quite possibly other areas of your life as well. Listen for The Pleasure Zone with Milica every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central Time, 6 p.m. Mountain Time, and 5 p.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email become a host at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. This is The Pleasure Zone with sensual movement artist Melitza Yelenich. To participate in the program today, join our live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email info at melitzayelenich.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back, my sweet, sweet pleasure seekers. So tonight we're talking about how to keep it sexy as a senior and how to, how to get it back. Sometimes it's like you may have put it away for a few years and you're thinking you're never going to get it back, but I'm telling you, you absolutely can. And what's the number one thing, everybody? Communication. So um, one of the things that uh, we need to communicate about is our desires. And not only the desires, but also like check in with yourself. Because I bet if you haven't had sex in a very long time, you probably haven't really checked in with yourself. And you may be assuming that what you liked 10 or 15 or 20 years ago is the same things you like now. And that isn't always the case. Sometimes it is, sometimes it isn't. So start with yourself with a self-exploration and just see what are you curious about now? And if you're not really sure what you're curious about or even what some things are, you can head over to inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. If you go click on the hosts link, you'll find me under the pleasure zone. And in there, you'll find a leaderboard that will direct you to a list. It's the, um, the list is the, a list that I, that I often reference for people so that they can look at what their deals and no deals are, um, what they like to do or what they don't like to do, but it helps you to be able to decipher some things. And, in, in that search, you'll be able to figure out for yourself what works for you. And there may be some things in that list you've never even considered. Right now, for seniors on the planet, a lot of you have grown up through uh, the sexual revolution of the 1960s, the 70s. Then you went through a period in the 80s where everybody was afraid of sex for a while with AIDS. And then we went through a period in the 2000s where people forgot there was AIDS. And then, you know, and all these STDs. So there's been a whole gamut of things that you've, you've had uh, projected at you over time, especially regarding sex. And some of you have even grown up in highly re religious families who have had certain values that have been imposed on you. So you're also going to be probably 
looking at some of those values and seeing whether they're still true for you. Is it still true for you that you need to be married before you have sex? Now for you, it might be, it might not be. So look at some of these things that you believe to be true and start to question them. Now, the reason why I encourage you to do that is so that you can get yourself out of the way and you can start to have more fun. When we put ourselves in our, our, all these beliefs that we've had for so many years uh, in our way, and we use them as kind of like a, a gate, you know, like a, a way to kind of stop ourselves, we've gated ourselves in, you want to be able to find a way to open that gate so that you can enter a different area of your life and enter a different zone. So we're looking for entering the pleasure zone. And there may be some gates that you've put up and locked up so that you have not been able to access that pleasure zone, that playful area of your life that is actually going to invite you to have so much more fun than maybe you've ever even imagined was possible. And I also know for some of you too out there who are listening that it may have been, you know, when you were in your 20s or in your teens, you may have been experimental and you've tried things, maybe you had oral sex then or you had, um, you know, you maybe you masturbated people then or even yourself then, but not anymore because somehow your life changed and you're like, I'm a grandma now, I'm a grandpa now. I want to ask you this. What is it about the role or whatever it is that you're using as the excuse to not have pleasure? Like, what is it? If you really truly don't desire having sex or pleasure, cool. I'll back you on that too. And if you really truly are desiring it, but you've put a whole bunch of excuses up to stop yourself, that's what I'm here to assist you with breaking free from. So if you put up excuses like, well, I can't do that because my partner, blah, blah, blah. I can't do that because that's just gross. I can't do that because even though it might not have been gross when you were young, but now you've decided it's gross. Hmm. Let's switch that up. So that part of that exploration is to get that list, even though it's going to just be your own personal list of things you'd say yes to, things you'd say no to, and things you might try. They've changed. And guys, they change all the time. So if you need to go in and download that list of mine on a regular basis, go right ahead, um, download that list and print it out 20 times and go through it every few months because it'll change. I, I hope it changes for you because part of life is change. And even your pleasure can absolutely shift and your desires can shift. So let's not create them as stagnant. Um, there may be things that are maintained as definite no's for you. I know one of my definite no's is that I'm not into being pooped on. And I don't know if that'll ever change in my life. So, but other things have changed for me in my life where things where I thought, oh, I could never um, changed for me in my life. I remember the, the first partner I had that um, that, you know, I had anal sex with was like, it kind of um, blew my mind because in my life, I never thought I would say yes to that. I thought it was so strange. Why would I like it? Why would I want to do that? And why would I pick a partner who had like a porn star penis to do that with? I don't know, but I did. So sometimes you go big or go home, right? And that's what I did. Go big, go home. So there are things you know, when you're in a team that you might think, oh, I'll never do that. And then as you get older, you're like, I tried it and I liked it. And then as you get older, you tried more and you liked it. And you know what? At some point in life, I hope that you get to a point where 
it's like no holds barred you'll literally try anything because what the heck you only remember living this lifetime even if we do live more or i believe we do um chances are we don't really remember that so much um, after the first two years of our life right so how can we have more fun with it and like not make it a big deal right so as as i get older and older i hope that i create even more and more choice for myself regarding pleasure and sex and looking at all the different things that maybe i've not allowed myself to try because i thought it was weird or something and getting out of that judgment and then not necessarily that i have to choose it but to get out of the judgment of whatever i might think is like not for me like no that's not for me and I'm sure there are things out there. I, I can't think of any. Some of them are just the choice. Like I just choose not to be pooped on, but other ones are, um, I haven't figured them out yet. There may be ones. Feel free to write to me with some of the most wild things you can imagine and let me know um, what turns you on. Cause I'd like to know if that's a sticking point for me. And if it's like one of those things where I'm like, whoa, I'd never do that. Uh, but for now, I, I um, I don't have the judgment of those actions that I'm aware of. It's just, there are some things that my body is like, no, nah, it doesn't really work for me. So there, there, uh, there are some that are coming up in the chat room. For those of you who are interested in hearing some secret information in the chat room, you can join us on inspiredchoicesnetwork.com, go into the chat room and you can see um, information that's coming up there from people about some of their uh-uhs. They're just not going to go there. So, We've talked about communication and I know I, I really stress it a lot because there's so much you can learn through communication. You can learn what your likes are, what your dislikes are. You can use it as an educational forum between you and your partner. You can use the communication to say and explain to your partner what you like, how you like it. You can do show and tells about what you like. And for, for the love of Jesus, I would love you guys to be a-okay with showing your partner what you like. If you've been with somebody for 50 years or 30 years or 20 years or six months, please let your partner know what you like. So it's an interesting question in the chat room is what happens with our bodies when we deny sex as we age? Okay, so a lot of things happen. Um, I actually have a list that I want to refer to. So if we actually just um, deny ourselves sex uh, in our lives, what happens is it can actually stop our bodies from releasing endorphins, not hundred percent, but what sex does do for us, it helps us burn fat, boosts our immune system. It can cause your brain to release endorphins and it can allow your body to have less pain. It can relieve stress. So if you're not doing these things, you're going to have the opposite you're going to have increased stress, you're going to have increased pain, you're going to have less endorphins, you're going to have a decreased immune system, and you're going to burn less fat. So doesn't that just sound like all the greatest uh, excuses that we could possibly need to have more and great and fun sex? So, you know, when you think about it, sex at all ages does these things, it increases endorphins, it reduces stress it does all these great things right it's a great form of exercise it can be playful it can create creativity in your mind it can have you feel more open and free and one of the things that that um, i didn't mention is it not only can it help you have less pain because of the hormones that 
are running through your body and, and, and all these things like the happy to feel good stuff like the endorphins. Not just that, it can actually be healing depending on um, you know how your partner, you and your partner are playing with it. Sex can be incredibly healing. So if there have been things where there have been issues in the past or even physical ailments that are going on in the body, sex can be a dynamic way sex intimacy physical intimacy sex of all kinds can be a super dynamic way to begin to heal the body now if you're on like two thousand dollars worth of pain meds a year and you're on like all kinds of stuff to help you feel good because you're on antidepressants and you're on things to help you sleep and blah 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 and when you just heard me tell you about the benefits of sex doesn't it make you wonder why you're not having more of it like maybe it would reduce some of these medications going into your body maybe it would help you feel better about yourself uh, your self-esteem help your partner feel better about themselves and overall just a happy feel good sensation especially if you are communicating what you desire and your partner's communicating what they desire and communication as verbal as show and tell as many ways as you like to communicate this it's it can be a really great gift just to be able to even show your partner like i mentioned at any age or stage of your relationship when you begin to feel a sense of trust with your partner whether that's six months in 20 years in, 50 years in and if you have not shown your partner asked your partner for what you desire there is something going on where there's a lack of trust you either don't trust your partner will deliver, you don't trust yourself um, that if you ask for it, that they'll stay with you. You know, there's a lot of things that are probably underlying why you haven't asked for what you desire. And if that, if when I'm saying these things, you're like, oh yeah, I could never ask my partner for what I like because they would think I'm a weirdo and they would run away. So if these things are coming up and you need a true confession session, um, true confession sessions usually last about 15 minutes, and I'm willing to gift that to you. You do need to make an appointment for that. It's not about calling me at one o'clock in the morning to give me true confessions. How'd that happen? I'm not cool with it. You need to make an appointment with me, and I will gift you. Gift you. That means it's on me. 15 minutes of true confession sessions, and you can tell me anything you require just to get it off your chest. And, just help yourself get the words out for what you desire and require in a relationship. So let's look at that and think about that over this next commercial. So you're listening to The Pleasure Zone here on Inspired Choices Network, and we'll be right back after this commercial. Are you secretly a voyeur, wondering what's going on in other people's sex lives? What if now is the time for a totally different sexual evolution? Are you interested in people who are pioneers of different sexual and pleasurable practices? Lean in now with Melitza Yelenich where she will entice you and your body to know your own Pleasure Zone. On the Pleasure Zone radio show with sensual movement artist Melitza Yelenich, you'll receive tools, inspiration, and a foundation to allow yourself to receive more in your sex life and quite possibly other areas of your life as well. Listen for The Pleasure Zone with Melitza every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central Time, 6 p.m. Mountain Time, and 5 p.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Interested in masturbating for money? Copulating for consciousness? 
and pleasuring on purpose. 21 days of sexual magicism with sensual movement artist Milica Jelenic is an exploration of tools, processes, and actions that you can use to create more for your life, your body, your money inflows, and so much more. Graduated learning for all levels of interest. Learn at your own pace via video classes or join the yearly live class. Take a peek at www.melitzajelenic.com. How wonderful would it be to carry your favorite Inspired Choices Network host with you throughout your day? Well, now you can. Inspired Choices Network now has its very own mobile app. Our free app offers live streaming shows, along with thousands of podcasts and TV episodes. Our shows cover a wide variety of topics. Whether you're waking up with us, carrying us through the day, and taking us to bed with you, we're always here for you to enjoy. We're easy to find. Just search for Inspired Choices Network in the Apple App Store or Google Play Store. This is The Pleasure Zone with sensual movement artist Melitza Yelenich. To participate in the program today, join our live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email, info at melitzayelenich.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back, my sweet, sweet pleasure seekers and my senior pleasure seekers and my junior pleasure seekers being excited about being senior pleasure seekers in the future. I love all of that. At all ages and stages, we are allowed to have pleasure and it comes out in different ways. When you were a kid, pleasure might've been derived from running around or uh, rolling in the grass. Maybe it still is that. But if you think about it this way, it's like the things you loved as a kid are different than the things you might love now. Not, I mean, some of them may be similar as I think about myself, I still love puppets, etc. So um, some of my things are carried through. However, not always. And people do grow mature, they grow up, they grow out of things. And that is completely, completely normal. So if that's the case, if, for example, as we age, our bodies change, if as we age, our bodies change, then is it possible that as our bodies change, our bodies require different kinds of stimulation and different kinds of attention? So as a baby, you would have needed your, you know, your caregivers to hold you, to bathe you, to clean you, to feed you, blah, blah, blah. Then your body didn't require that same kind of attention. It might have required play or touch in a different way. And then as a teenager, your hormones start rushing in and you're like getting horny and what your body requires is a way to explore that. And as our hormones change throughout our maturing times of our life, you know, your 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, 100, 106, as we age, our bodies will change and the way that they like to be touched approached or have attention and affection will absolutely change. So if the one thing you can take away from this show today is to get that as we age, our bodies change. And as 
a result of that, the things that we desire and the things that turn us on also will change. Then you can stop judging you for not having the sex you had as a teenager or as a 20 year old. So your body is different. My body is not 20 anymore. My body is 46 right now in this life. And my body likes sex in a totally different way than it did when I was in my 20s. It's far more expressive, fun, playful. Um, there's the same kind of fear of pregnancy that I had in my 20s, even though I did what I called triple protection. Like it was like, I don't know if you guys remember this toothpaste called Aquafresh. I did the triple protection Aquafresh type um, protection for sex to, to try my best to guarantee I would not get pregnant. I was on the pill. We used condoms and spermicide and whatever the hell else I could throw in there. It was triple protection Aquafresh. And still, I felt like my body could get pregnant at a fly flying by me. I was so worried and concerned about it that it was really hard to relax into just having fun and playing. Mind you, your body is different. It has a different level of energy than it can maybe do different things than it could do now. Um, in my 20s, I had, you know, I had spent from the age of four till I was 20 as a, as a folklore dancer. So I had a lot of intensive uh, activity training and I was far more physically active than I am now. So my body had a different response to things as well. Um, I was also a lot angrier. I had a lot of self-loathing emotionally. I had zero self-esteem and there's a lot going on, right? And so I'm thinking that as we mature and if we've done our work, if you start to do your work, you know, when you're fairly young and, and you kind of start to know who you are and you start to feel and you start to resolve some of the issues that have been underlying your whole life and you start to feel, you know, confident in who you are, then that also will have an impact on sex as well. And a lot of people uh, these days have had that experience where they've been concerned about their emotional and psychological uh, welfare health and so they've worked on that and so we're kind of in a different era even than my great-grandmother was who um, I don't know that she ever sat down and thought about her traumas or any of that in her life or you know she just trudged on and got through the day and lived to 106 so it's hard to say I never really heard her dwell on things like that so I don't know that she did um and it's different, right? It's different for us now. A lot of people are doing spiritual movements of trying to reconnect because we think we're not connected because we're living this illusion of disconnection that's not even true. <laughs> we are all connected, by the way, hint, hint, nudge, nudge. Um, connected to everyone and everything, right? So as we, as we start to get that, and maybe our ancestors knew that so they didn't have to go through these things that now we're trying to relearn. So as we're going through these things about self-development and understanding ourselves, and the more we mature and understand these things, we also understand ourselves as sexual partners in a different way as well. And our demands will probably change. So who are you as a sexual being right now? Like when you think about yourself and you define yourself as a sexual being, I don't really like defining, but let's just say you could define yourself. If I were to define myself, I would say that I'm curious, I am an explorer, and I'm up to try anything that doesn't kill me. <laughs> so, so pretty much, that's pretty much how I would define um, 
my uh, in my sex life is that in terms of what where I'm at about what I'm open to. So you know, you might define your sex life a little differently. You might be like, okay, I'm good with um, penetrative sex with somebody of the opposite sex. I'm good with um, oral sex, maybe. I'm okay with this. So like, I'd like you to see and just test out where are your comfort levels and where are your uncomfortable levels. There are some uncomfortable levels that maybe have some leeway that when you start to go, Hmm, I'm kind of uncomfortable with oral sex. And if you start to go like, when did that start? Oh, that started when I was like 25 and I just got tired and I had like five kids and this is what happened. And you start to trudge back to like, you stopped giving oral sex for some reason in your life because you got exhausted and your life changed. It doesn't have to do with the oral sex. It has to do with the circumstances of your life that changed that didn't make it all maybe there was bitterness or anger towards your partner and to you the most important thing you can do is offer oral sex but then the dynamic changes and you want to punish no oral sex so there that are underlying their underlying conditions for so that you can start to feel that yeah, so that would be a really good idea is to start to look at that. So look at that. We're going to head to our next commercial break. And as we do, I'd like to just look at some of the things that may be underlying what is stopping you from having all those things that you actually used to What What were those targets? So you're listening to The Pleasure Zone here on Inspired Choices Network. And we'll be right back after this commercial. Are you secretly a voyeur, wondering what's going on in other people's sex lives? What if now is the time for a totally different sexual evolution? Are you interested in people who are pioneers of different sexual and pleasurable practices? Lean in now with Melitza Yelenich, where she will entice you and your body to know your own pleasure zone. On the Pleasure Zone radio show with sensual movement artist Melitza Yelenich. You'll receive tools, inspiration, and a foundation to allow yourself to receive more in your sex life, and quite possibly, other areas of your life as well. Listen for The Pleasure Zone with Milica every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central Time, 6 p.m. Mountain Time, and 5 p.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. This is The Pleasure Zone with sensual movement artist Milica Yelenich. To participate in the program today, join our live studio audience in our chat room at InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email, info at Now, back to the program. Welcome back, my sweet pleasure seekers. We are talking about having sex, really fun sex, well into your senior life. So for some of you, you might just think, ah, forget it, who cares? Eh, I'm glad my partner passed away. I don't have to deal with that, blah, 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 blah. Now, if your sex life was that bad that you think, oh, my partner died, whatever, blah, 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 I really feel for you. And I want you to know that there are 
ladies out there, I dare all of you to just give me a shout and ask me about those toys that mimic oral sex. They are a freaking treat. They have like suction on them. There's like five suctions that you can do and speeds you can do. It's going to be awesome. So there are always uh, different promotions going on through Pure Romance. So sometimes you can find some great deals and you can definitely connect with me for all the latest um, different, different uh, products that are available. I have, and I've only got one basket left because I set out a promotion on Monday and I've had four out of five baskets um, taken up so far. So I have one basket left for anybody who's interested that is valued at $300. And all you have to do is connect with me. And uh, when you connect with me and say, I'd love that free $300 basket, I'll tell you exactly what's required. One of the things that you could do is you could hold a party and create sales of over $500. You could also buy just $500 worth of product yourself, or you can buy a coaching package with me in this Coaching package is only available for this promotional deal because it's like honestly the deal of a lifetime that I've never given away a coaching package at this rate before. And the coaching package is 10 sessions for $700. So you're absolutely, and if you hear this promotion, just know that this promotion is available for as long as the packages last. Um, if you would like coaching packages with me, then you can just connect with me about that and I can let you know about some other options I have or just single uh, coaching uh, sessions as well. So um, I apologize if my nose is a little funny tonight because I live in the countryside and we have this wild way of getting internet. So apologies if, if, I'm, uh, if I'm sounding funny, I'm sounding funny to myself. So there you go. And I, I, and I hope you're hearing all of my great offers and great news. So I was bringing up the toys mostly because I know that a lot of people have shyness around going out to buy them. And if you have shyness about going out to buy them, it's gonna be kind of hard to get them, right? So if you connect with me, we can do a private online chat about that. I can show you toys, explain to you some things that might work for you. Private consultation, or you can have a party with your friends that you feel comfortable with. And we can do all of that online from the comfort of your home in North America. So let me know if that's something you'd like to try or do. Um, I think we can do it for Australia as well. So that um, those are some options. And just know there are so many ways that you can increase your, your desire, your love life, your, your curiosity. And really, it comes down to the conversation with your partner, the willingness to explore, touch each other's bodies. You have all these senses. You're, you know, even if you're losing your hearing or losing your sight, like I am wearing my glasses, all of these things, you still have senses though, and use them, use them for exploration of your partner, you know, kiss them. If you've never kissed their genitals, start with that. Even, you know, I have so many ideas, like so many simple ways that you can start, whether it's show and tell masturbation, touch your partner, kiss your partner's genitals, um, kiss your partner's breasts and nipples, like have some fun. And first though, first you gotta get your mindset out of that this stuff is weird and wrong and bad. And once you can wrap your head around that this might actually be fun, it's a mind shift. And once you can mind shift, you can have so much fun. 
And yes, things like new positions can be really good places that you've never tried in your home. And if you go back and listen to some of my shows on positions and locations and what happens to your body as it ages, whether it's the erectile dysfunction show or whether it's the menopause show about postmenopausal women, listen to all of those shows. They're going to give you great insights on some of the things else you can add to this. So I know that this can be scary to have these conversations, but they're necessary. Use the language that works for you and find out what scares you the most. Let me know and we can work through it. Because sometimes those scary, scary things are really hard to work through on your own. And, and you might realize that after you've said it, it doesn't scare you so much anymore. It's like the big scary monsters out of the bag and you can actually face it and work through it and move past it. So I encourage you to do that because you know, at all ages, you can have pleasure in different ways. Like I was saying earlier, whether it's rolling in the grass or getting a doggy style, like it doesn't matter. There's all so many ways to have pleasure. And having these different, different outlets too, whether it's the locations and just even expanding your definition of what sex is, it doesn't have to just be penetration. Expand your definition. What can sex be? Can it be touching? Can it be playfulness? Can it be spanking your partner? Can it be flirting? Can it be dating? And can you create some, some fun with that? Or can you set aside time for each other? Yeah, you can do that. Just set aside time. You're worth it. What else have you got to lose? You've got nothing. You've got each other to gain. So next week, we're going to have uh, Grace Covington on. We're going to be talking about sex. I found her on Instagram because she'd actually posted a show and she and she tagged the pleasure zone in it. And I was like, what? The pleasure zone? That's my show. What? What's happening? So I invited her on to chat about this. She's actually a business coach, but she loves talking about sex. So we will be chatting about all kinds of sex things, maybe sex related to business too. We'll, we'll find out. I actually don't fully know. I just know she's my guest next week and we'll have more on that when she shows up. So hope you guys enjoy that with me next week. And remember to head over to inspirechoicesnetwork.com. Go onto the host page, find the pleasure zone, get that link with all of those, that list, because that list can be super helpful for you in deciphering what turns you on, what doesn't turn you on, and some things you might be thinking about, maybe things that you haven't explored. And if you're really shy about talking to your partner with that, get those lists for each of you and swap them and see where you stand. So until next week- Thank you for listening to The Pleasure Zone with sensual movement artist, Milica Yelenich. The Pleasure Zone returns next Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Central, 6 p.m. Mountain, and 5 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. We hope you'll join us. Until then, have the best week of your life by choosing to be turned on and tuned in to your body.